that well. Is it just me? Oh shit. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can yep. hear that better. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have right. to hold it up. Showtime. Showtime. Hey, Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found. Faster than light, spaceship of the future. By direction of the President of the United States, stay in your home. Is it human or inhuman? Earthly or unearthly? Born in that swirling inferno of radioactive dust, there is no word to describe them. We may be witnesses to a biblical prophecy come true. Why is it that we usually ignore the fourth dimension? Is this the human race of the future? What's going on, friends and family? How you guys doing this lovely Sunday? We're out here chilling as fuck. Um, you know, woke up super early, had a nice little run-walk session, came back, slept like a baby, and then woke up into this podcast to hang out with y'all. Roger, how you doing, bro? I'm good, dude. Uh, I actually just uh, I, I decided to sleep in today because I was just like... I went on uh, on a three mile uh, run run walk last night before uh, calling it a night, and uh, it was nice, but like it didn't wear me out. And uh, I have kind of an itchy throat, which is like, oh no, <laughs> like, like, eat. yeah. But um, uh, I think it's more of like the dust thing or whatever. I ran with a mask yesterday; it was the worst fucking thing. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, I just woke up. I had a I had some cereal, um, and uh, that's about it, man. Not really doing much. I think I'm gonna plan to try to make a a trip to raid H E B later. Oh, dude, good luck with that. It's like fucking yeah. Walking Dead out there again. I heard so many zombies and shit. And today we have a dope episode because we're gonna feature some dope ass people on here. Two of which are already right here chilling with us. We have the host of hindsight or co-host slash host of hindsight 2020. Frankie Flowers, what's up? How's and then, the, <laughs> and then we also have Kevin, which is the best podcast that hyped itself up and never happened. No, Real shit. <laughs> <laughs> that it is finally about to happen and come to you guys, uh, all you people obsessed with murder and into a psycho shit like that. This is finally happening for you, Kevin, on the streets of Laredo, a true crime podcast. Fuck yeah, dude! Who wants uh, to go first, bro? You know what? Since we're going to do a Hindsight 2020 episode later today, Franny, let's talk about Hindsight for a second. What do we got lined up today yeah. and who's on it? Uh, today, we're going to be discussing, uh, first of all, to the people who have never watched Hindsight 2020, just to guess a little explanation about it. Uh, it is a music review podcast. Basically, we uh, kind of go back you know, in Hindsight and take a look at albums that we think are culturally or musically significant and impactful. And we dissect those albums and talk about why they're so relevant and what made them such important pieces of, uh, of art or, you know, you know, what made them so significant. So that being said, today we are talking about Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. I'm very excited about this one. Uh, going back and re-listening to this album is, is fucking insane. You know, just how, uh, what's the word? how relevant it still feels, you know, how timely the album still feels. Uh, today we're going to have the host of Aliens on the Border, uh, Cloud Cobain and El Chulo are going <laughs> to be on this episode, as well as my co-host Arnold Trevino and uh, recurring guest Victoria Craddock. So it's going to be dope. It's going to be a, a fun time. What time is it at? 
Uh, 7.30. Yeah. yeah. 7.30. So I, I, um, I've been on a couple of the episodes before. I really dig that uh, um, whenever we're doing that. It feels like it's the first, I, for sure, in my opinion, the first, like, comprehensive, like, music uh, review thing happening here in Laredo. So, like, that's always been really interesting. I had tried to write a blog a while back, but it just didn't fucking work out. Um, but... Uh, I think, I mean, in terms of podcasts, because uh, Indie Muck does a, um, a blog review for like, a, or they're more like interviews for live um, live bands that we have here on the radio. But the, uh, the interesting thing I like is that you kind of do a track by track dissection of like each, you know, uh, album, right? Yeah, to try to better understand, you know, the, the album as a whole, we try to go track by track. Uh, I don't think that was originally the plan. I think we would just kind of freeform it and just give our opinions on albums as a whole and then whatever songs you wanted to highlight, you could. But I thought it went a lot smoother if we take it track by track. And that does kind of help us understand the album as a whole better. So, yeah, it was a cool idea. And, you know, our main episodes are every Sunday. And then we try to have fun with it. Like uh, midweek, we do three or four other shows within Hindsight, which are a lot of fun. We have one called uh, Hidden Treasures, which is where we talk about artists, songs, albums, whatever, that we don't think got the shine that they deserve. So you get to get on and just, you know, tell us about, you know, this underground fucking hidden, hidden treasure. Or we have another one, which was Roger's idea, actually, called Cover to Cover where we discuss albums that we can listen to from front and back, Ooh. no skips. And that one is very hard to choose for because there's a lot of albums that I love cover to cover. And then the last show that we have, which is possibly my favorite one, honestly, it's called a top five, whatever. And basically what that is, uh, we come up with a random theme and we try to, as a panel, Compromise, like comprise a top five list. Hey, there he is. Hello, I'm sorry I'm late. Hello, Stevie Wonder. Where'd your hair go, bro? <laughs> uh, it's, it's gone, dude. It's gone. Damn, dude, it looks it's, cool. It's the summer, you know what I'm saying? Who's gonna join me in solidarity? Who's joining me in solidarity? Uh, I don't know, like getting a fade or just I kind of want to my guy because, like, look at all this fucking shit on me right now. All right, so sorry, but like, what are we talking about? What's what's going on? Oh, we were just oh. talking about hindsight twenty twenty right now. Yeah, he was promoting it right now. Explain yeah, the stuff. Continue, Franny. So like right. <laughs> no, it's all good. I was talking about uh, my favorite show on like within the show, which is a uh, top five whatever. Uh, Orly was on an episode of yes. top five whatever, and it was a uh, top five guilty pleasures. So that Ooh. was a lot of fun. Uh, the next episode we're gonna do. Uh, is going to be uh, top five songs of summer. So what songs make you feel like, hey, it's summertime. You know, so that's going to be fun. It's going to be summer summertime by Fresh Prince. Summertime, summertime by Fresh Prince, of fucking course. I was thinking Summer Girls by LFO. That summer too. Summer Nights by Lil Rob. Woo! Summer Nights by Lil Rob. Everything Corona with the title summer in it, bro. <laughs> and real, it, if you like summer, <laughs> yo, that's a good fucking track, and I it feel really like it's it. So you know, that's mainly what we do. Uh, so if any of that sounds fun to y'all, 
you know, check us out every Thursday for the side shows, like top five, whatever, uh, cover to cover, hidden treasures. If you want to hear us dissect an album, listen on Sundays. That's the main show. Uh, after that, we've got Sound of Silver by LCD Sound System. That's a record Ooh, I've yeah. never heard, so I'm very excited. Who recommended that one? Uh, Gabe Cortez. Uh, oh, that's right, from Acid Wax. A, a co-host of Acid Wax along with our friend and uh, new mayor of Flavortown, Raymond Cabrera. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of great albums coming up. Uh, Childish Gambinos because the internet. We're gonna talk about yes. that one. Uh, oh, Idols, uh, Joyous and Active Resistance, which has been one of my favorite albums of like the past two years. So pretty cool, and I'm really excited to see what is gonna be like having you know uh, the the hosts of uh, Aliens on the Border. Finally, we've been talking about this for a while now. So. We keep putting it off. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah. it's been it's been weird. Uh, like these it's been a weird time. Weeks, so. Yeah. Oh. Um. Was I gonna say? Yeah, dude. It's been just, it's 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 cool that I think like you're gonna be uh, separating them into like kind of seasons or series that you're gonna be doing. Is that the plan? Um. Not. Uh, there's not so much a plan. Uh. Basically, <laughs> we're kind of trying to make this up as we go along. But uh, yeah. So I guess in terms of quote unquote seasons, uh, what we mean by that is that we're going to be kind of opening up the, the range of years that we uh, allow albums from. For example, okay, so the original idea for the podcast, I, I messaged Roger about it when I first came up with it. It was called Hindsight 2020. The full name was Hindsight 2020, 10 albums that define the, fa that define the past 10 years. And the idea the Yeah, that, that defined the past 10 years. So it was going to be a short-form podcast, only 10 episodes, and I was kind of, I was going to pick all the albums myself and then just invite a separate panel to talk about, you know, these 10 albums and how they changed the musical landscape moving forward. But everybody that I had talked to about it and that I invited to be a part of it was like, nah, dude, just make it more than 10 episodes, keep it ongoing and blah, 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 blah. So that ended up happening. The only thing that remained from the original concept was that I was sticking to only albums from 2010 up until, you know, 2019, you know, just the past decade. So when we're talking seasons, what I mean by, you know, seasons, quote unquote, is that we're going to kind of open up like 10 years prior to that now. So now you can still pick albums from 2010 to 2019, but now we're going to open it up to albums from... 2000 to 2019 and so on and so forth is kind of keep going 10 years backwards you know allowing more albums but uh i can't wait till you guys get to like beethoven era dude yeah dude 1700s love that's a love era bro <laughs> yeah dude we're gonna talk oh, about the dude that first created rhythm Hell yeah, <laughs> that, no, me and my boys fuck with Pocket Bell's cannon, bro. Dude, <laughs> yeah, bro. It's gonna, if we make it that far, it's gonna be dope. So uh, I, 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 um, I'm looking forward to that. Have me yeah, back. Shout, out, that shout out to Armadeus, bro. <laughs> they're all named. They're all named Johan. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, 
Yeah, man. Uh, I, I I really dig the uh, the the idea, and I know I had mentioned it a while back. I just think that uh, uh, this kind of stuff has like a momentum. Uh, I do like that there's now more variety of uh, of like music because I think at the beginning it was all like uh, like very kind of like niche albums. I guess is that the like because now it's like we're talking about um, like rap like big fucking albums that have come out. Um, like to remember butterfly was probably going to be like my favorite it was it, it is and still is one of the things that i can listen to completely but it's also like i get how it's very uh uh not this the typical like project for a rapper um so i, I get how it's going to be uh uh interesting to kind of dissect that um what yeah. uh what else do you have planned for it um, I kind of wanted to devote a couple episodes to because I mean I feel like people misinterpreted the point of the podcast at least the people that are on it so we're all picking albums that we love <laughs> right and we talk about albums that we love which is great but I did want to talk about some other albums so there's some albums that I kind of want to try to shoehorn in there that you know whether for better or worse were you know incredibly uh, important and significant to the sound of, of music in the current age so like I wanted to talk a lot about uh, uh I I don't know if I'm gonna get shit for this, but I didn't want to talk about you know Billie Eilish's "When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go?" I think that very much is like the shape of pop music to come. Uh, as much as I hate this album, I wanted to talk about you know the the fucking yeah, dude. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like no, Billie no, Eilish I, has I, some I, has some pops, bro. Do you know I love Billie Eilish. That's not who I was saying I hate. The, the next album is the one that I hate, but I think it's worth talking about which is uh, the Chainsmokers, uh, Memories Did Not Open. It's a shitty album, but the fucking melancholic pop sound, like that kind of quiet pop aesthetic became like the major sound for pop music. Like everyone's trying to be super deep and like serious about their shit now. Every time I hear people talk about that, it reminds me of fucking Lana Del Rey and shit when everyone yeah. got super into her, dude. That's I, was thinking about, I was like, I don't, I don't, there's a lot of people who place... Uh, like a lot of weight on on Billy Eilish, but it's like also like Lord and uh, yeah. and, and I, I thought they were all the same person. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, it's fucking you know, it's Randy Marsh just it's like Eminem and Jim Shady, Marsh, bro. The Tumblr, <laughs> the Tumblr and, girl phases. Exactly. Let Franny talk. Let Franny talk. That's the thing. There's a lot of those albums that haven't been discussed yet that I think merit discussion on a podcast where we're trying to decipher albums that are like cornerstones of the current musical landscape. You know, I wanted to talk about Migos, Culture One, you know, like the trap aesthetic, how that kind of blew up through that mixtape or, you know, uh, you know, all the bullshit Drake is doing lately that he's putting out like super bloated albums and they're all shit, but it's no longer about quality, it's quantity and how you're kind of gaming the system to get a shit ton of streams. And that's kind of the blueprint for the modern album release now. So, you know, stuff like that, it's stuff that I kind of want to get into more and not just talk about the albums that, you know, the panelists love. So yeah. I don't know if that's going to be a separate show in and of itself or, you know, kind of have to rein it in a little bit and be like, hey, guys, I want to talk about this album and here's why. Uh, so you're going from go you're ahead. going from doing a like cultural like significance and uh, and impact to like 
driving the direction of like the sound now, right? So uh, I kind of kind of keep it at a balance between both. You know, there are a lot of albums that have cultural significance. The very first album that we did is one of my favorite albums of all time, which is a uh, uh, "Worry" by Jeff Rosenstock. And Good listening album. to yeah, listening to it now and listening to it then, a lot of the themes about you know uh, anxiety and capitalism and just you know like police brutality and you know uh, all of that is still incredible especially now is incredibly relevant and you know it's like this underlying love story of like can just love for your neighbor exist in the same world as capitalism does it's such an interesting fucking question so i still want to discuss albums like that or you know to pimp a butterfly which does have you know a a lot of social political messaging and you know it carries a lot of cultural weight all of those are albums that I still want to talk about and that I still want to discuss for sure. But I also feel like it would be an interesting conversation to have as well would be, you know, albums and artists that have defined the, the, the sound of music in the current age and where it could, where it can lead us, you know, like where, where is music going is also an interesting discussion that I've been wanting to have since the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. And I might try to devote a couple episodes later on to that, but we'll see how it goes. You know, we'll see, we'll, we'll see if that, if that comes to fruition. I, I wanted to add real quick, like, are you, since you brought up that um, kind of like the way that albums are being packaged now and being like delivered to the public, are you going to touch on like how in this, the industry also is changing into that as well? Because I'm pretty sure like the artists don't have that much power in the sense of how they're going to package their their album. I'm pretty sure it's also like the executives that want to like make it as digestible and as 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 uh, it's called um, oh, digestible, sure. and basically like as mainstream. Mainstream. There you go. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Like mainstream as possible. Are you going to touch on that as well? Yeah, that's something I would definitely want to talk about. I do feel like. I kind of have the opposite opinion as you because I feel like artists have way more freedom now nowadays now that you know uh, uh, we're not relying as much anymore on cultural gatekeepers. Anyone can upload music whenever the fuck they want and it'll reach the audience that they want to reach. So and anyone can get famous just from kind of selling their shit to the right person. You know, like you don't need mtv or iHeartRadio or massive fucking uh labels music labels, music labels yeah. to tell us what to listen to like you can find whatever you want so i do feel like artists nowadays have a lot more control over how they release their music we've been seeing like a lot of surprise rollouts happening now like traditional album rollouts are no longer you know a, a thing like i don't see a lot of artists doing press releases and fucking late night tours promoting an album like Beyonce when she dropped that surprise album like her self-titled album she just dropped it out of nowhere and it fucking blew up uh, Childish Gambino did that not too long ago uh, yeah. Jeff Rosenstock you know again who I love and adore his last two albums were just <clears throat> dropped you know, like I just woke up one morning found them on Spotify no prior warning so yeah, that's definitely an interesting discussion that I do want to have in regards to, uh, uh, yeah, the, the current musical landscape, not just in terms of the music itself, but the business aspect of it, how music is being released, how streaming has kind of, you know, 
level the playing field a little bit in some ways, but in, in other ways makes it harder to make money off of music. Yeah, all of that is stuff that I definitely want to touch up on, uh, you know, later on in, in, in episodes of, of Hindsight. So it's going to get really interesting, and I hope you guys are along for the ride. If you love music, you should listen. For sure. 100%. Today's episode is going to be fun as fuck. <clears throat> Uh, so Kevin, uh, we're again that 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 was uh, with Frankie Flowers. We're talking yeah. about hindsight twenty twenty. Uh, take it's a, called a a musical retrospective. Is it still titled that? Everyone has a fucking drink. Hold on, let me get one. <laughs> yeah, it still is <laughs> hindsight twenty twenty, a musical retrospective, and it, it's gonna stay that. You know, it hasn't. Uh, uh, I, I like the show. I like the name. I dig it. it it's it's gonna stay that. It's cool. Good. Um, yeah, so you can follow them on, on, on Facebook. We'll be posting all the links for this, uh, um, for their Facebook, and it'll, they're actually under our uh, SoundCloud, so you can find all of the episodes they've done before um, on their Facebook and on our SoundCloud for audio only. Um, uh, Kevin, dude, Kevin went, went away from his mic. Oh, okay, Kevin, I heard uh, the door knock. <laughs> so uh, we, uh, we've been talking about this for, what, uh, two years now? Uh, <laughs> Just about. Uh, the, so, it wasn't two um, years, was it? It's been, yeah, you're right. It's closer to three. Um, we, had, <laughs> <laughs> we had said for, for a good while about uh, starting a true crime podcast. Well, this was your idea. I'm not going to take credit for it, obviously, but like, we had talked about uh, collaborating to have a uh, another uh, podcast in the, uh, in the network, and Kevin came up with the idea of uh, On the Streets of Laredo, which is a true crime podcast. Uh, coming very soon actually the first uh well the intro episode is already out um and we'll be posting that in the uh in the comments as well um but kevin's got a lot of like very uh local like he gets hard with fucking murder right yeah we all know kevin gets boners whenever he hears about a murder um was there blood blood? yeah That's him, man. For real. Yeah, you couldn't see it, but I was like grabbing my man pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're yeah, going to talk about murder. What are you going to talk about exactly? What am I going to talk about exactly? Yeah, like how are you going to approach each different case? So, like, I don't know. Skin, so, skin. after doing a deep dive, because the thing is, like, I got the impulse of starting the podcast after listening specifically. Because I was listening to like a bunch of uh, podcasts, but um, Sword and Scale was one of the huge influences on it, which I would recommend everyone to listen to. It's fucking great. Uh, every time that my girlfriend and I go out of town, we listen to Sword and Scale, and uh, it's like we we could be talking, you know, getting to know each other a little bit, <laughs> but instead we're listening to fucking murder files, and, and like they always make it a point to show like the fucking like transcribed audio of like interrogations and shit or 911 okay. calls and then she falls asleep in the car and I'm like you're falling asleep to this shit like <laughs> red flags my guy that's <laughs> great though so i wanted to do their interview uh, type of style to it cuz sometimes they get people on to like interview them about certain cases i kind of want to plan to do that or at least get certain sections of like things that have already been inter- interviewed on, as well as uh, uh, obviously nine one one recordings and shit like that. Basically, wanted to be 
um, <clears throat> the format of what you would see uh, on a regular true crime TV show. Basically, the narrator's talking about the story a little bit more, and you get into the fat by showing more you know, of the audio clips and stuff like that. But I also wanted to do something with some personality, giving my opinion on certain things by, you know, talking about like certain topics that are like involved in that one episode specifically. Um, I said in, in the opening episode that I want to make it too personal, like be all about me just saying like, oh, my opinion on pedophiles is they fucking suck dick, right? What a controversial opinion. But the thing is, it's it's common. It's, it's understandable that yeah. obviously these fucking people are trash that commit these crimes. And but people really need to say it. Like the evidence itself will, will explain all of it, which is why I'm gonna do a pre-recording of the actual case if people just want to hear me talk about the details and hear the the stuff I find, basically the audio clips I find on it, and do a live podcast on the case itself again, but be a little bit more um, personal with it. Talk about like. Um, some cases relating to it, things like that, that basically ultimately led up to it. Because I can tell you right now, uh, I tried recording it last time with Ror- with with um, Orly. 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 Basically, I tried recording it with Orly last time, and we tried to do three episodes. But the thing is, all three episodes were all the same, and I thought I could smush all three episodes together. But they did. It couldn't. It wasn't possible, dude. Because I had a case about like baby Rebecca and shit from Laredo, the one that got melted in a fucking five gallon bucket. And then I got the one that everyone knows from Houston. Why? <laughs> the one that got like the one in Houston, uh, Andre Yates, the fucking chick who uh, yeah, drowned her five kids. Houston, like, we have a problem. The Houston Girona, dude. <laughs> Orly threw that line at you like Houston, we got a problem. I was like. Okay. Dude, you know what's you know what's funny? Just real quick, so we we had you guys, uh, um, we had you guys for uh, 4DF, right? For our our live audience uh, podcast before yeah. when live audiences were allowed. Um, yeah. When we had a uh, we had you guys there to talk about um, the like murders, 10. right? Like serial killers. We had a <laughs> night about serial killers and. Uh, <laughs> One of the comments that uh, that I got was this was just this is from a few people, but um, it mainly like uh, Kiana had mentioned it, but also uh, a few others uh, had mentioned this to me. But they were like, "Yo, you know what's kind of weird?" I'm like, "What?" Because Kevin and Orly they're cool people, but man, they really fucking like they don't give a shit about murder. <laughs> I was like, "What, <laughs> was yeah, like, what dude, do you mean?" It's like, dude, episode. when they were yeah, for real, the people, some people were actually disturbed um, yeah. but we should have given them a warning beforehand i don't think we did. I, yeah. I, I, I put it on my instagram it's like yo dude we're gonna talk about like killers murder. and murder dude like this is like but, satanic shit and i had tried to uh i had tried to to make it like you know a little bit light, light by fun, adding yeah. some like you know it's impossible Fucking, oh yeah, so we got this pedophile who, you know, fucking oh, took these two kids in. Orly, I mean, uh, peace friend, I guess. Like. <laughs> Where'd he uh, go? Uh, is that him? Yeah. Hello. There he is. There you go. But yeah, we try, you, can, you guys can try to make it like 
more funny, I guess. But the thing is, like, that's, that's this is where, like, the live podcast comes in. Like, you can maybe throw a couple or two there, but ultimately, I want to talk about the case still and have people and see their their take on it because I want to open, like, a, a Q&A also on that shit as much as possible. But Freddie looks like those moms that don't know how to work a phone. Dude, <laughs> that weird angle flex, man, is what he's doing. Dude, he's he's a cool guy angle, dude. Again. Dude, speaking of Q&A fucking section, that Q&A section was lit, dude. Fucking it was. Yeah. Holy shit, dog. Yeah, dude, that was fucking fun, man. Wait, was that the one with the one girl that was, like, from Mexico that knew a bunch of crazy shit? Right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah she knew some theory side of things. Yeah, yeah, she was fun. into. She knew the Freemason stuff, and yeah, that was funny because I invited my brother, and he's a Freemason, and I'm like super glad he didn't go because I know he would like bulldoze the conversation of that shit. Like, actually, the shiners in the in the thirty third degree. <laughs> I'm a level six fucking wizard, bro. <laughs> Lightning bolt, lightning bolt. <laughs> they're gonna fucking come to your door and sacrifice you if you fucking oh, talk about them. Like the next that. five minutes, dude. I don't know. About that. <laughs> <laughs> like that ass, that ass. Like I've been to, I've been to their their lodge. Temple? Yeah, their lodge here in Laredo, and there's like there's some there's some people connected to that shit, dude. So like, I rather not fuck and around. Did, did it feel weird as fuck or not? Like. Nah, it was it was super like welcome environment. Like I was like literally like I had like bleached hair and shit, but they were like super nice to me. But now nah, I saw like, I saw, like, like like when I literally had it like really bleached, man. And I was just super different. Plus I had this tattoo on me, so that was fucking awkward. They're like we're down with that, brother. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like like there's some people like connected in that shit, man. Like some higher ups. Yeah, that that was, that was a fucking fun episode that got dark and. We couldn't pull it out. And- I think it was just like uh, the um, the uh, what was it the 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 the, the whole conversation about uh, just giving like grisly subjects and like us laughing when we were saying it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I realize yeah, how much like how fucking like desensitized we are, but at the same time, like I think it's just funny. that we're kind of assholes sometimes. I think we could have done it with just the smiley murder one. It's because uh, I would say the night soccer one was definitely like a bit overkill for sure. Nah, <laughs> that was like literally the only one that I knew, and I was like, We're gonna fucking talk about it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he gouged her eyes out, eyes out, putting in a little jewelry box and shit like that. Yeah, that he was like, like Yeah, fuck. dude, and he fucking his like, um, his uncle was like showing him pictures of like dismembered bodies when he was in Vietnam and shit. It's fucked up shit, man. Check the shit out, dude. I used to beat off this shit. That's basically what happened. Yeah, exactly. And he murdered murdered his girlfriend in front of him. Like, when he was, like, eight years old. His uncle did that shit in front of him. Whack. Fucking crazy. For a second, I thought you meant an eight-year-old night stalker murdered him. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. He murdered his his adult girlfriend. His uncle's girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's a crazy fucking little kid, dude. Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like you should, you should do a, you should do a podcast on the on the kids that like commit murder. Like that one kid that I think he was like eight years old or six years old, and he killed a four year old by bashing his head in with a rock. And then he like opened his like uh, lunchbox and he poured juice in his head because he had a had a crack open so he can see the the juice run out of his eyes. 
fucking. Oh, I thought you were gonna say so you can put a straw in and suck on it. No, no, no. He just wanted to juice run. Yeah. He got charged as a he got charged as a kid because he was eight, obviously. But uh, he stayed in like a a detention center all the way until he turned eighteen, and then he went to prison, and he's like not been out since. I mean, yeah, good. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's crazy. Was eight years old. I wonder, like, how that person grew up psychologically after that. If they were just institutionalized since they were eight, probably fucking insane, way more than now. Or like super enlightened. That too. I mean, like the fucking like Duncan Trussell interviewed that dude that was wrongly convicted for murder, and he was on death row, and he became enlightened through like the study of magic. I think I've heard about this, or yeah. actually heard the episode. Of- yeah. Yeah. That's I just saw it on the Midnight Gospel. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, the Midnight Gospel. That's a good episode. That was good. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. a good show, dude. That's a good show, dude, yeah. It's it's so insane. I remember, like, I heard him describe it before it came out, or, like, right when he was promoting it on Jerry, and I was like, it sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it when I was tripping, and it was pretty interesting. Oh, that's, that fucking sounds like a, a time. And yeah, a dude. Yeah, dude, it was fucking interesting as shit. I fucking bet, dude. Oh, my God. Just to mention hopping and shit at that point. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's the next game's mode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I I just want to point out that it's been like three to five minutes and Roger has not said anything. That is amazing. He, he can't have any. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. Uh, I am uh, I'm working on something right now. Alright, cool. Keep working. Okay. I just want to point out that in the live like uh podcasting that we had that tracy one of our fr- one of our co-workers and shit laughed at the weirdest moment oh yeah like oh and this guy got diddled by by smiley and shit and all you hear in the podcast- <laughs> <laughs> holy shit yeah i remember that yeah, that's what yeah, diddle is a funny word though diddle yeah. is a funny word man for sure <laughs> you guys are fucking assholes, dude. What are you talking what? about? Dude, yeah, funny it it sounds funny. You can't tell me it doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's funny. You don't think diddle sounds funny when you say it? Especially next to the word child. <laughs> I added a new... Uh, I, look, this is perfect timing because I added a new sound to my soundboard. FBI, open up! <laughs> dude, when we go too deep on something, bro, that's what we fucking hear. Real shit, dude. Have you guys been deep on anything? Nah, dude, I'm too scared, bro. Like, that shit, like, I just, like, started learning all this shit, and there's, like, no reason for me to learn this shit because I can't do anything about it because it's, like, out of my power. So I'm just like, oh, cool, now we're just fucked, bro, and then my anxiety's, like, through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, no that. point for me to learn this shit. It's badass. I haven't gone that rabbit hole in a while, though, but I don't know. Like, did you hear about the, the new, uh, the new, uh, sorry, the new uh, theory on the Justin Bieber's Yummy song? That he's like oh, trying to expose oh, pedophiles. What? I have yeah. not seen that. Because uh, if you look at his music video, it's a. Uh, get into it, bro. <laughs> Fuck. If you look at his music video, it's a. Uh, I'm not sure exactly because I've just seen like clips of it. I haven't seen like the actual thing and the actual explanation of it all. But uh, when he released the song, he started posting up a bunch of pictures of of kids, of babies, and like it's just a hashtag yummy. And then. What? Uh, yeah, That's it's super weird. Does. As it was one, the weirdest way to promote it, but that's basically yeah, how he did it. And then uh, we can honestly make a whole episode of this with hindsight 2020, with <laughs> on the streets of Laredo and shit. Bring the true crime aspect. Oh, damn, dude, cross 
cross pollination, my guy. Uh, I love doing crossover episodes, so let's fucking do it. <laughs> so, Mr. Gonna, peanut butter and shit. They're called swapcasts. They're called cum swaps, dude. Actually, uh, they're called uh, fucking ass. <laughs> dude, but what the fuck? That that's so weird. Wait, like I don't know why. Why would you even promote that? I don't know, but like one like, of the ones that stood out to me the most was that um was that he at the end of his music video it's a picture of him as a kid and it's like and it says yummy under him. So yeah. find he was a kid that was what like that sound. It's I don't know. Granny typing. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's <laughs> What is that? Oh, yeah, what is there's it a, there's an AI that's invaded the cast, bro. Hold on, I'm gonna try to get No, please don't show us. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Yo, hold on. I'm about to show you. Alright. On that whole like Justin Bieber thing, like he there's like symbolism involved in anything. Apparently Justin Bieber hasn't officially confirmed anything, but he did say that you know it is open to a term inter interpretation when it comes to basically that whole thing that's why you got certain people symbolizing uh like the old guy with big ass glasses i forgot who the fuck the name was scorsese but, yes i don't know i haven't really dipped into this shit like so much because i don't try to touch like nah, childhood. don't tell me shit about so bad, bro like i'll die Yo, real quick I'm glad you're bringing up the yummy video because I am going to do a deep dive on that because I am finally going to start my other podcast. It came from the internet, and that's a, that's a subject we're going to touch up on. Yeah, that would be a whole lot better for sure. Yeah. So wait, Martin Scorsese, are you telling me that he is a kid diddler? I wouldn't be surprised, in honesty. Hollywood, my guy. Hollywood. That's Hollywood. But dude, like fucking Goodfellas, Casino. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's all symbolism to him, fucking kids, bro. <laughs> fucking Shutter Island, dude. Yeah. Let's see here. Wait till you guys hear about Avril Lavigne. Oh, no. Oh, my God, bro. Dude, that, that 4DF is probably my favorite one, man. It was just like out of nowhere. We're like, dude, Paul McCartney, Tupac, fucking Biggie. And then, yo, y'all heard about Avril Lavigne? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So, for those of y'all who don't know, Avril Lavigne actually died of place. lupus or some shit like that. Yeah. She was, was too loopy, bro. She was replaced by a backup dancer who just happened to look exactly like her. And, you know, Avril taught her all her dance moves, taught her how to sing. So, the label was like, fuck it. You want to be the new Avril? And she was like, sure. And that's who we know now. Bro, the the one that's really crazy, bro. and we didn't even talk about this one, is how Lady Gaga assumed the identity of her deceased friend. What? Like she, yeah, like before she became Lady Gaga or whatever, she was doing her own music, but she ain't got that style or that swag. But her a friend of hers that was on the come up around the same time had the persona that she now embodies like Lady Gaga under a different fucking name. I can't remember anymore. And she mysteriously died. And then she was like, oh, I'll just use that gimmick and started doing all the shit that she does now. Like transitioning to becoming that flamboyant, super pop singer person. Hey, man. I, all I know is that fucking... Get that bag. Uh, yeah, fuck it, man. Just born to be a star, bro. That's the only thing I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to look at you one more time. Fucking fixing your hair and shit. 
Before don't want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Dude, that what movie is fucking sad. What the hell? I didn't, even, I, I didn't even watch it, in all honesty. I watched I it. I went with Val. We watched it at the theater. That's cute. What are you yeah. talking about? Are you, uh, do you guys remember theaters, dude, where you would go? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Y'all remember sit? stand-up comedy? No, oh, I, I remember. Yeah. That, man. I no. remember. Dude, do y'all remember going to Kultura and hanging out? Do y'all remember just, like, hugging yeah. and shit, dude? Remember uh, that? Y'all remember... Kissing the homies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little kiss goodbye, dude. dude that bro, see you later, bro. Sharing a little moment of docking, bro. Come on. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> docking is still allowed, actually. It's maintain socially distanced and stuff. Ooh. Oh, damn. You got that big peen, bro. You got, you got that six <laughs> foot. He's like, yeah, no, dude, I got three it. feet on me, so I got to find someone else that has three feet as well. Yeah, dude, there you go. Then together you make up the six. Or yeah, four, yeah. or four, two, four, two, five, one, whatever the ratio is, my guy. Yeah, dude, yeah. as long as long as it's six feet, my guy. <laughs> that is true. That's, That's the rules, dude. That's the rules. That's the rules. I don't make, I don't make the rules, man. I just follow them. No, dude, dude, I don't even follow them, bro. I just break the rules. I just want to dock someone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How have you guys been feeling through this fucking lockdown? The second one. Part two. Lockdown part two, electric boogaloo. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually uh, a little excited to start doing the lockdown listens again because I've kind of given up on them. But now we, since we've got lockdown part two, um, might as well lockdown listens part two. <laughs> lockdown the sequel, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't say I'm, I'm really surprised, but uh, I haven't even done any episodes on my podcast, so I gotta fucking. Which I haven't even talked about, bro. You guys all introduced. Oh yeah, it's true, right? Yo, wait, is Nosy part of the AOTV network now? I, I don't even it's know. Not, I'm going to, but just like I, uh, Josh sent me the email. Talk about it, yeah. I'm gonna have to send you guys the audio files. How but many, I'm not how many do we that. have now? So we're talking. We're, there's we have, three right here. Plus, all right, there's three. So Nosy, a, uh, AOTV. Uh, we have uh, um, Hindsight 2020, and on the streets of Laredo. Then we also have the Eternal Vato one. Oh, and we yeah, have Be Real, which is fucking dying. Yeah. yeah um, Dude, I was actually then... going to ask, sorry, like real quick, if I could use Be Real because I have a friend named Carlos and all we talk about for hours is just movies and we talk about well, like... Here's the thing. Is the th- like, I want to Laredo Film Society has recently taken up their own uh, podcast, which is named Be Real. Really? Um, yeah. Is that why we're getting random I, visits to our page? I sent you. <laughs> I sent you. I sent you the. Uh, I sent you their 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 thing. Um, they. Um. They're. Uh, they. They have. They have one called Be Real or something like that. Um. But uh. It's uh. It's. Nah. Let's huh? just let's just start doing shingles of episodes of Be Real. Just trademark it, bro. Before they get it, dude. Nah, because so, because ours ours is B and then. Yeah. Real like R uh is it, did we spell it like real like R E E L? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think there's I think there's just the other way around. Oh, so they're trying to bite the fucking guy from Cypress Hill or what? <laughs> I don't I, I don't know, but I'm not I'm not I'm not accusing anybody of a bite or whatever. I just like I they yeah, have that right now. And also we haven't uploaded anything since like Avengers Endgame. So and yeah, like, like those are all just there. 
Yeah, actually, there's um, a couple of other episodes that we recorded. I think about La Llorona and stuff that I I just have here. So and I want to start another movie review podcast that doesn't die so quickly. Um, Let's just rehash uh, it, bro. Bring it back up. What rehash if it. the Laredo Film Society more into like indie films and shit like that? Well, no, because they do they do um, they do like mainstream stuff too. I think it would be cool actually if we can somehow bring the Laredo Film Society's movie review podcast onto the AOTV network. Um, so yeah. That would be not cool. accusing anyone of a bite, but, but it's it, a bite. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they, I'm pretty sure that's the name of their of their podcast. I I uh, I want to I want to say that, that it is. But what's uh, the name of your podcast, Orly? Hi, my name is Orly. Okay, uh, my name is Orly, and I have a podcast named Nosy. And the reason why it's called Nosy is because I have a big fucking nose. And I originally started the podcast because it was uh, literally like. Right in the beginning of the quarantine, I was maybe like a week into it, and I was like losing my fucking mind. And I was like, all right, bro, I got to do something. So I had bought the laptop, so I was like, oh, dude, just a laptop, tiny mic that I have, and just fucking download this fucking shit and just start recording. So it originally started as just me fucking around and just talking about random shit and things that I think about and I like. But as I recorded more and more episodes, I started becoming more serious about it and talking about more subject matter that matters a lot to me. Um, a big, big, big thing in my life is human connection. My next art show is going to be just strictly on just human connection and everything that we see and perceive, you know, relationships, friendships, family, friends, and all that stuff. Just everything that that's to me, that's the reason why we exist as humans, just to fucking I, find human connection. I need I need to I need to retract my statement. It's there's just not be real. There's just keeping it real. Uh, oh, dude, let's bring that <laughs> be real, bro. Yeah. It's still R E E L. Um, but they so yeah. Okay. Sorry, it's fine. So uh, it turned into that. It, it's just me talking about stuff like that and me being emotional about it and being more open about myself and. Exploring basically thoughts that I have never really put time into thinking, mainly because it's like, oh, like just ignore it or just go about my day and don't really focus on that stuff, negative or positive. And I've been wanting to have more and more people on there. The more, the most serious one that I've done, I think, is about mental health because uh, a lot of us uh, suffer from mental health. Either we know someone that's suffering from it or we deal with it uh, personally day to day. That was like the most um, important one to me that I've ever done. Because um, it does affect us a lot of a lot of us, a lot of my friends and stuff, and we have a private group chat where we all text each other like, "Hey, it's one of those days, you know, like it just fucking sucks, and you know, I'm down or whatever." As Raymond says, it the big sad. So, I want I've been wanting to like push more towards that, not specifically mental health, but more like just being in tune with like those thoughts that everyone just tries to push away. Do you ever have those fucking like? Memories where you just like shout really loud, or you just said fucking. You basically get embarrassed from the memory, and you try to push it out. I want to talk about like those memories, and you're just like, oh fuck, you just embarrassed by that shit that you just did in like, fourth grade or some shit. I mean, fucking Wait, when you get the flashbacks. You're yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, or like you're just like you're just doing something. You're just like ah, and they're like, what the fuck did you just yell for? And I'm like, yeah. Ah, Nothing, man. Like, I don't like, want to yeah. talk about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, shit like that, you know? Like, I, I want to do that. And also, uh, I recently, uh, uh, my parents are probably going to see this, but it's like, I recently did acid. <laughs> so, 
it just it opened this whole new like uh perspective on things and stuff and i i really want to also talk about that and people that have either done it or are curious about it and see their perspective on certain things maybe we're going through the same situation but they're gonna have obviously a different perspective on it and talk about that and just talk about enlightenment and insight and just ways to be a better person you know yeah. So that's basically everything I want to touch on in my podcast. Yeah. Oh. Fear, love, nosy by Orly. I do also talk really low on it, and it was like really close. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. like, like you love Asmer. to people Yeah. So I'm so, so, I'm so sad. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. thinking a little bit about what you just yeah. said right now. I had like some nom flashbacks while you were talking about like memories that uh that you don't. You don't want to like, yeah, yeah. Memories you repress. I one of the most recent ones that still fucking haunts me to this day is how I, uh, I was told that I, I told the the joke about um, the uh, border patrol murders. Oh, do you guys remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell the story here just because it's one of my biggest embarrassments and the uh, and the worst thing that I've ever fucking done on stage. Uh, but um so for those of you who are here like you know that we had some border patrols that murdered some some women right uh and they were actually like in apparently in the media it was just like all talked about how they were they were sex workers they were prostitutes um and so i had made uh some really uh un- like distasteful jokes uh um, tell the joke yeah, I'll tell it. Um, so the uh, <laughs> I forgot it already. That's why I, the, I, I had I had a couple of them, um, but the first one that you, that that kind of emerged from that, which I you know I don't really care because I switch out the punchline pretty often. But the first one is like I say, like oh, recently since I've been coming you know into comedy, a lot of my friends and family have been hearing about it, and so every time they hear about it, they say like oh, why don't you tell us a joke? And I tell them like, well, it doesn't really work that way. You have like a, you know it. It doesn't work out, you know, and you don't go to other profession professions and tell them, you know, oh, you know, you're a cop, fucking shoot someone right now, like, oh, you're a, you're a surgeon, fucking cut me open right now, right? And then I was like, oh, so you're a, you know, border patrol in Laredo, Texas, you know, and then I didn't have to tell the punchline for that point because like people got it because it was so relevant at the time, yeah. Uh, and uh, it was just kind of like a oh thing or whatever, right? And then so it was at Casablanca, in front of a bunch of lawyers and border patrols <laughs> that uh, that I told that joke at. Uh, Franny was there for that show too, and um, uh, and uh, so everybody was like oh whatever, right? Nice. And then uh, and then I stopped for a second and I was like it was a joke. Your border patrol, please don't kill me. Um, <laughs> if you came with the border patrol. Blink twice if you need help, and um, <laughs> and, and uh, they, you know, so that that one got some laughs and stuff, right? Well, the anniversary of those kills, of those kills, of those murders came up, and <laughs> those kills, Jesus, I'm, I'm just fucking burying myself. Uh, the anniversary of those uh, of those of those murders came up, and it was near Halloween for uh the, for the mic drop so it was very festive there were some of our most uh our most attended uh um, open mics th- that we had around that time standing so room, bro. so yeah standing room so uh it was it was super packed and stuff and we were we were up there and we were telling our jokes right and uh so there was this one time i was up there and i was telling a joke that was kind of sectioned off from that and it goes uh what's the difference between um 
a dead hooker and the, hang on it's so bad i'm sorry there he goes what's the difference between a dead hooker and laredo bp and then everybody was like uh and i was like laredo bp still sucks and then uh you know so that got some laughs dude that got some laughs um but uh I <laughs> Jesus. Dude. Wait, wasn't the wasn't the alternative? To hang, that? On, hang on, no, no, okay. no, wait, it's not done. It's not done. <laughs> hang on. So uh, I said, like, you know, uh, Laredo BP still sucks. This girl was sitting in the front row, right, and she was on her phone, just fucking staring into it like that. And I was like, I was like, what are you googling it? Like it happened, you know? The girl fucking like this dude killed a bunch of hookers, you know? And I said it like that, right? <laughs> And it was super insensitive, like in retrospect, yeah. me saying that, right? But I said it like that, and then I was trying to call the girl, like, "You are you googling? It? You trust me? It happened, right?" So then I say, I go a fucking step further, and I say, uh, um, "What was the difference between that last joke and Laredo BP?" And then I'd stay quiet, and I was like, "Nothing. They both killed." And everybody <laughs> was like, "Oh, you know, like, right?" So then that was that. Oh, there so, go. so. <laughs> So fast forward, fast forward the next day. Um, hang on a second. Um, uh, fast forward the next day. Uh, the um, <laughs> one of one of our one of our friends, um, Aaron, he messages us and he's like, "Yo, dude, just so you know, you kind of fucked up yesterday at the mic." And I was like, "How, man?" He goes, "You were telling those BP jokes," and I and I was like, "Dude, whatever. Who fucking cares? I have my own gripe with BP." And um, uh, what's it called? I I just I'm never going to uh, um, I'm never gonna fucking like give it up, right? Because I have a personal like gripe against it. And they were like, "Yeah, but also, um, hang on, something, something. Um, <clears throat> but I was like, yeah, also it was uh, uh, it was kind of like a shitty like thing for you to say. I was like, whatever, man. Uh, I don't I don't I don't care. Like I told them, if somebody got offended, they got offended. Later on, somebody else messages me and is like, hey, I need to tell you why you fucked up last night. And I was like, okay, what happened? And they go, so, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> so fucking bad. Dude. Dude, the so there was somebody in the crowd who was the daughter of a vic of the victim one of the one of the victims from the uh um uh, one of the victims from the murders and i was like what <laughs> they're like yeah dude the daughter of one of the the daughter of, the, of one of the victims was there her mom was killed by one of those border, border patrol or by that border patrol officer and i was like nah bro you're <laughs> fucking with me and he goes yeah dude she was there and guess what she was sitting in the front seat in the front row um, and while you had started talking about this joke it was fucking with her so much mentally and like kind of re-traumatizing her that she decided to get on her phone and i was like oh shit i fucking called her out for being on her phone oh my God. hey look at me bro I'm trying to traumatize you bro Look at, and, look at hey, man, please pay attention. I'm telling a fucking joke anyway. Dude, for these hookers. That's and I was like, joke. that's what that is. I was like, holy shit. And all my friends were like, dude, you couldn't have known. Like, yeah, they were, a, they were, they were like jokes. Yeah, they were highbrow jokes, but you weren't saying anything derogatory. I was like, oh, whatever. But one of the girls, or the girl who messaged me tells me, hey, uh, I just thought I'd let you know that 
You're canceled. Uh, those people were so much more than hookers. They were moms. They were they were people who contributed to the society and this and that. And and the the media has reduced it down to them being just hookers. And your joke kind of reinforces that. And I was like, "Fuck, you're right. I'm so sorry, dude. You're right. I mean, it's more. It's not really a, something that I do to focus on the hookers more than I do about Laredo, you know, BP. But I mean, like you and I understand. I get where I fucked up. So I asked to apologize to the girl, and apparently the girl was like, "It's okay. Like I understand. Like you couldn't have known. Um, and uh, I mean, like you, you, you're you're just telling jokes or whatever. But." Um, that was my worst fuck up and i think about it all the time like i think like dude what were the chances what were the chances of her being there like on that night and this here's the thing i hadn't told that joke in like a year so there was no reason for me to just brought it out of the bag and i happened to bring it out on the one random fucking thursday um where this girl who was the daughter of one of the victims was there and I felt like a fucking idiot. I've since scrapped that joke. Like, I'm never going to tell it again, uh, aside from on this podcast, obviously. But, uh, it. um, it's, gonna, uh, yeah, that was, that's been, like, my worst. That's fucked up, man. Dude, that's, like, a cosmic joke, dude. That's what that is. It's fucking crazy. You can tell the joke that you told it by accident. Yeah, that should that should be it. You, <laughs> you mean you mean to like double down and talk about how I, how I fucked up and told this joke? You in know retro- what? I probably I probably could. I probably could. But, um, you can learn from it at least and teach people not to be so insensitive about it sometimes, or or at least be more aware of it or whatever the fuck. I don't know. And that, that was like a fucking. I don't. I would. I don't think you should have necessarily caught any heat in that sense to where like, hey, you fucked up. Is I don't think you fucked up. Because there's no possible way of you knowing, A, it's also a fucking comedy show, and, like... So it's also, like, really really nice uh, of, of, the, of, the, of the girl to be like, hey, I'm very understanding, you know, like, yeah. like it's, like, she, like, and honestly, not have to be an asshole, but this could have been, like, it could have hand, been handled a lot worse, and she was very... I, I think, too, it was, it, was her, it was her friend, the friend that messaged me that was the one that was, like, uh, more, right. like... Like yeah. not not offended on her behalf, but like she was like uh, she was the one who was like, hey, she recognized how uncomfortable that made her feel, uh, so she wanted to um, uh, she wanted to reach out to me to tell me like how I fucked up, and you know she was right for doing that because I did fuck up. It was a colossal fuck up, but um, I mean, still I couldn't have known it was an honest yeah. mistake, and I mean I've since like scrapped that, so. I, I try to be like a not controversial to- uh, like topic like comedian, but sometimes like with those things, especially that I have like gripes with with the radio border patrol, I, I, uh, I in any like kind of like institutional like thing, I, I just I, I I have like my own gripes with it, so I feel like I have to kind of involve it in something. But I don't know, man. That's why I'm quitting comedy. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Just real quick, his name's Juan David Ortiz. You're a piece of shit. You should definitely right. deserve the title as the green monster, and you're a fucking horrible person. <laughs> the green monster. Is that what they're actually calling him? That's a you lame fucking that's title. That's honestly. a title from like an article that I read that they call him the green monster, which is suitable given the fucking uniform he wears. But other than that, I everyone should just know him. Those three words, right? Juan David Ortiz as a piece of shit. Simple, throwing it out there. 
Is he going to be on one of your... Fuck yes, dude. He's one of the episodes that I'm like, already have it scripted. I just need to talk. Like, the first clip, the first audio clip is um, um, from, like, the intro song is talking about it, how he, like, just threw them off the road visibly so someone can see them. Like, it's fucking awful. He's like That's a modern-day Mexican Jack the Ripper, dude. Real shit, basically. Except that he got caught. Except that he got caught and he's a piece of shit for a game. Piece of shit for just doing it. I was just forgetting. <laughs> you got my point. He's a piece of no. shit. How many, um, how many serial killers have we had in Laredo? Three? No shit. Which ones? There was that guy, obviously. And then there's like... Let me double check here. Oh, you're putting Are up you a the one from the other people as one each serial killer? Or no? Like the, the axe murderer? No, that wasn't I'll a think. serial killer. Yeah, it was not a like, serial killer. It was just one I think was more than three victims. Yeah, that's true. I'm not mistaken. I'm dumb. I'm sorry. A chile do ya do stop, dude. Not dumb. Have you seen My Hunter, bro? Uh, Has to be yeah. organized killings, bro. I've seen My Hunter. Yeah. It's a dumb show. Uh, it's a good show. My, my favorite fucking canceled. Uh, yeah, like it was canceled. The show, like, the show's canceled. What? Yeah, apparently, um, the uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, David Fincher is working on some other project, and so he released the uh, actors from their from their contracts, and they're saying that it's not actually canceled, but you know, in terms of like current production, it is. That's like, you know what? I'm gonna do other, other shit. Other they were about shit to touch base on BTK and shit. Yeah, bro. dude. They're fucking sick as fuck. They were like, the whole season one to two, it's just behind the scenes of this fucking guy, uh, Dennis Rader, just fucking being the person he is. It's a security. Bro. Not only that, but the, uh, the 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 just the acting is phenomenal in that fucking series. The casting, bro. The casting, dude. The guy that fucking plays that that the the serial killer, the smart one. What's his fucking name? Ed, Ed Kemper. Ed, Ed Kemper. That guy's fucking fucking yeah. amazing. Fucking mustache goals, bro. Yeah, I fucking dude. want that caterpillar. You want you want the serial killer mustache. I want the Ed Kemper serial killer mustache on me. He's trying to go all Ed Kemper. On me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that sound effect is gonna work so good. It's even better than this one. Retard! <laughs> God damn, dude. Yo, dude, the only R word we have here is respect, bro. You're respect right, sorry. Women, bro. That's what's up. Respect women 2020, dude. You should get dude. the ha yeah one. The, can I get a ha yeah? <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking badass fucking shit. Actually, I, I remember saying a while back that uh, I wanted to incorporate a soundboard at some point in Aliens on the Border, and I've since regretted that decision. <laughs> so, that's just so bad. So Kevin was the. On that episode, when we brought that up, because I farted all the time. Oh, right, yes, dude. I remember the first time that we used the soundboard. <laughs> Kevin was in the Kevin was in the it middle of talking about yeah. his fucking like his livelihood and the, the, how he built a whole like monopoly on on wedding photography in Laredo yeah. and shit. He was talking about all that, and then you're just like. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, I, st- I couldn't stop fucking laughing about that shit. And it was an accident too. Like I didn't even. I don't know why. I just fucking. Like, you were gonna... It wasn't an accident. You deliberately pushed the button. I oh, saw you do it. You were going for the. You did whatever the fuck. I had the soundboard. I didn't know what was gonna play. Honestly, I was trying to get. That's an AOTV classic. Yeah, man. When are you guys <laughs> clips and shit? What the fuck? Never we have been planning to do it for a while. Honestly, I think it's just that both of us are lazy, so it's not really a good like mix right now. Um, yeah, if you guys want to be a producer, just tell us and you can do yeah, it. Yeah, if anybody wants to come in and be a producer, there's no pay and um, <laughs> <laughs> hours of shit. Uh, <laughs> there's no pay, the hours of shit. You don't get any benefits. Um, just come be our slave for a bit in terms of like you know. Whoa, uh, you just use that. <laughs> no, that's not wow, what I mean. Dude. Come on, wow, don't don't cancel me, please. <laughs> yeah. That's you not know what, what I mean. Man. Come, I, okay. Sorry, I mean come. Canceled. Slavery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean come do free labor for us. Um, and 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 be your producer for free. Um, that's not what I meant. Fuck you guys. <laughs> nah, dude, it's too late, man. No, you it can't is. take it back, bro. Yeah, dude, I'm, I just sent it out chat. I know you should respond. What? Oh my god, dude. What you put? Cancel it. Cancel it. Is it two L's or one L? I think yeah, Oh, no. We Don't start. That's not what I meant. <laughs> god damn it, dude. I didn't. <laughs> just the word. It's, it's, it's not. You know what? I'm not even going to try explaining it. I, I, I fucked up. I didn't mean it that way, though. I meant, like, come do free labor for no, us. No, no, you got to start your apology video with a bit of tears. Fucking. Have you seen that video of, like, the actors and actresses going around, like, I accept my white power or whatever the fuck they're saying? Um, it's, getting, it's getting a little crazy. Like <laughs> it's crazy it, as fuck. It's a little weird. Like <laughs> the, the uh, thing they're, they're, they apologize for playing certain roles and shit after oh, they got like awards for it, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, like no, even even voice actors. Who's Tell to stop, please. Do it up, my bro. Bam. No, stop. I get what's going on. You're going to get the baby raper stamp, dude. That's what's going to happen right there. Roger's part of the Illuminati. He traffics people. Don't, dude. What are you doing? Stop. Remember the Freemasons. Yeah, Why are you digging my grave? Stop, man. I'm good. I'm a dude, good person. You already I'm dug good. it, bro. We're just throwing dig dirt it back yourself, on, bro. We're just I'm sprinkling respect like here's some dirt. Go I'm ahead. a good noodle, man. Come on. Good noodle, dude. So I guess we're never going to have open mics again for like indefinitely, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have, What's like, crazy is like I had told I, – I fucking said it, dude. Big fat. I told you so. What, like I had said that like, it was too fucking early. Um, I wanted to do an open mic, but like until mid July. Somebody's here. Uh, the uh, what's it called? Oh. The uh, I wanted to do an open mic in mid July, but uh, I uh, I had said for a while that we we wanted to keep our eyes on like the numbers, right? Because uh, we didn't want to just like open up prematurely and then start you know, seeing, like, a whole thing. 
Um, not only that, but the mere fact that, you know, a comedian, you know, passed away from COVID here in Laredo, like, shit. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of like, you know, you've got like that personal responsibility about whether you want to do something or not. And I understand like some of the other places opened up because apparently the venue was requesting it. I don't know. Um, but uh, I just, um, I don't know, man. So I'm quitting comedy, dude. What's led you to that? I'm not. I'm not I, I had talked about it for a while, but I'm not actually doing. It. I'm like, I, I don't think so. I've been, uh, I've been kind of just like on that. Like, how does that? I'm just. You? I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad for the downtime because it means that I get to write stuff if I feel like writing stuff. But if I haven't written anything, I'm also not guilting myself for it because I feel like. Um, this has been a really weird time to write, you know, it's, you don't yeah. have any of the, any of the same avenues to go and try stuff. You don't have any of the, uh, um, uh, any of the same, like, you know, similar camaraderie to go out and hang out with friends and stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's strange, you know, <clears throat> it's pretty fucking yeah, strange. I kind of been feeling like I want to go up there. I mean, I wanted to go up there and just work on those premises that I had, but I guess I'll never get to do that. It's, like, it's so difficult to write a joke right now because we all have this massive shared experience, which is, you know... Get your mic closer. Coronavirus. Uh, can you hear me now? There you go. Yeah, like... You're it's so hard to write. Dude, I know. I'm saving up for one. Um, it's, Buy this uh, one, bro. Fucking 35 bucks. ¿En dónde, güey? Te lo compro. Amazon. Amazon. I'll send you a link. <laughs> Dude, pretty, pretty soon, once we start getting that uh, that sponsorship money, we can start uh, we can start buying some uh, some equipment for people okay. who want to get in here. Yeah, just get a Yeti. That's all you need. You were saying? Uh, yeah, no, I was just gonna say it's it's hard as a comedian to write jokes right now because we all have like this shared experience. You know, like we're all living this pandemic together, but. So it's like in the forefront of everyone's mind, but who wants to hear more Corona jokes? You know, like, I oh, think, yeah, I, like it's all no. been done, but like, what else is there to write about? That's the only thing we're all experiencing. We're all in fucking lockdown. So the it, the one weird. thing, the one thing that I did write about, because I, I, I talked to you guys, seriously speaking, I've already spoken about quitting comedy, or at least, you know, privately with friends. Um, and that's just because I feel like I haven't missed it as much as I figured I would. Um, but uh, I'm still not, like, completely set on that decision. One of the reasons was because I felt like I wasn't writing stuff. And, and you know, uh, I really, in, like, four months, what I thought was going to result in me having, like, a whole new, like, 30 minutes or something um, ended up, like, I, I, I have maybe, like, a good five, like... Uh, and that's just most of it has been talking about like how I interact with my girlfriend and my roommates because that's the only people I've been around, you know. And it's like it's really fucking hard to have that like, you know, when you take from a lot of like real world experiences when now the real world is just kind of fucked. It's not really fun to like write from that stuff right now. Um, yeah, I, it's di a lot more difficult to find the humor, I think. So and I mean, yeah. you can see it, too, like that Dave Chappelle special that came out. It wasn't funny. I mean, I understand that it was like a. Uh, a socially relevant thing, but he was just mad and like ranting. Um, and uh, he did have a little bit of, like, funny every here, every now. And then. He had sprinkled a bit, few jokes in. Yeah, like, he sprinkled jokes. But I, I, I'll be honest, bro. I don't find Dave Chappelle funny. What the? Yeah, hundred percent. I don't find 
I don't fuck. Like it's not like I'm not saying like he's like a bad comedian or anything like that. I just don't laugh at his shit. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, yeah, once I get like once it's like, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a smart, it's a good written joke. Who but, who's but, a funny comedian? You? Uh, it sucks because like <laughs> no, like it sucks because there's this guy and for me like when Rocking people get like really personal when people get really personal in their in their comedies like the shit that I love. Um, my biggest influence and my biggest like person I like is Joey Diaz, but sadly it's only when he did the this is not happening ones because every single he one he did on this is not happening was very personal and very real. Like he talked about when he found his mom dead on the floor. He talked about like when he when he almost got arrested in front of his daughter. Like shit like that. Gabriel and Glasses, bro, what the fuck? Uh <laughs> But like, there's like, I don't like that he only did it there because he just re- recently released his first ever hour special, and I watched like the first five minutes, and it's like nothing compared to what hit that other stuff is. And I'm like, nah, dude, like, where is that stuff? But when I see that those clips of, it, of him doing that, the specific time of him doing this is not happening, it is like my favorite shit to watch. It's super personal and super real, and it's fucking awesome, man. He's just like an amazing storyteller, in my opinion. He is, dude. He's a fucking interesting person. He's, people are out here trying to cancel him, and he's like, "Nah, fuck you." The <laughs> Yo, new Cal Kinane is gonna drop soon, and I'm excited. <laughs> Cal Cocaine. Uh, Kyle. Kinane. I do like Bill Burr though. There was some like Bill Burr is pretty funny to me. Yeah, he is. He's pretty funny. I like listening to his podcast with Bert. Why do you guys not like Bert? I think it's funny. Brent Crystals. <clears throat> No, nobody has anything to say. I think it's just very. Uh, I agree with that statement. The one that's below. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think Bert Kreischer is like. I don't know. We can get into it for some reason. There's a disconnect between me and his material. I like. It's not like it's not funny, but I don't know. I just, is it too broody? I didn't even. I didn't even bother watching anything as soon as they saw him like perform without his shirt. It's just like all right. Oh, he's a prop comedian. Does <laughs> that count as a prop or is that negative props, dude? <laughs> he's negative one prop, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe clothes are just props. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I mean, God intended us to be. I'll naked, say this bro. though: a, a lot Man of the new, a lot of the new people that are coming out of LA are not new, but like that are getting a little bit more notoriety are funnier. On their podcasts, I dude. Let's say. talk about the Crystal Leah thing, bro. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's talk. About we it talked now. about this um, last time. But What's your take we, on it, Orly? My yeah, take, my take is that I believe it because, like, uh, the conversations that that they showed, it sounds very much shit that he was saying, and like the stories that showed, like that it sounds a lot that something he would do. But there's also, I okay, okay. Well, this is gonna sound really fucking terrible. But yeah, dude, hope we can get somebody else canceled on this podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get, sure get canceled. But uh, the way that the, 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 the women presented their stories, it was very, like, they're, they're victims. Like, nonetheless, they're victims of, of this, like, grooming process. You know, him trying to, like, build a situation where he's in control. Say it. But... The what the, what they the way they presented is that they were like angry at him for not following through on like being a boyfriend or being more than just like a, a hookup or something like that. There are some also that like you know like 
they stopped it right then before, before anything happened. Like this one girl saying that like, oh, you're 30. No, I'm not going to talk to you anymore because I just found out that you're 30. And I'm and I'm, I think she was like 16 or something. There was that girl. But then there was another girl that actually ended up having sex with Chris Ooh. And she was, she was angry at him because he didn't become like more to her than just like a hookup, you know? And that to me doesn't make sense because it's like, oh, like you're, you're, you're angry not because you were like, you know, abused. You're angry because he didn't make you a girlfriend. And like, no shit, he's not going to make you a girlfriend. He's, he's fucking 30 something and you're, you're 17. I think she was 17 at the time. So there's some stories that are like that that I'm just like, that don't make sense to me personally in the way I view certain things. But, you know, I could be obviously very wrong. Playing devil's advocate, I just want more evidence on it before saying there. Are, there already have been, yeah. They, they apparently, so Delia tried to fire back with uh, posting about um, emails, right? That that were like left out for context or whatever, and then the girls that were part of those email chains fired back and doubled down with more emails and calls and text messages that were left out for context. And so where can I find all of this? It yeah. was on Twitter and actually uh, it was on Delia's Instagram, which has since been deactivated. So um, they posted about it a few times. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I saw it on Reddit. Um, so you probably find it on Reddit, yeah. but uh, seems um, for sure. No. It, I mean, so, and not only that, but like all, all basically, all of the all of the people who have like, uh, you know, worked with him very closely and stuff has said things like, oh, you know, he never, you know, seemed that way or whatever. They, 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 he never seemed to be the kind of person who was like that. But then he had that one with like, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Theo Vaughn that he was saying that. Uh, um, Theo Theo Vaughn Vaughn saying, came up with a response to that video. Though. Yeah, I saw, I saw it. Yeah, I heard about it too. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so this is, there's this whole like thing about it. I understand the whole idea behind like cancel culture and stuff is kind of like, I'm, I'm conflicted because I think, yeah, you should call out the people who need to be fucking called out, but you should, Hey, I think Mario is waiting in the thing. Um, Put you in. should you should call out the people that need to be called out. What did you do? Uh, I can't. Oh, my bad. I accidentally took Kevin off, but I can't add Mario. Long chops over. Long chops over. Can you add Mario in here? Hang on. Where's Mario? There you go. There he is. The windy has audio, bro. What the yeah. dude, dude, go inside, bro. Where's your mask? Where's um, your mask? <laughs> You wish you like, like Mario, bro. Why are you doing this during COVID, bro? Yeah, why do you look like those right, guys dude. that like? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he has he has copyrighted music in it. I can't fucking have him. Um. So all right. Uh, what I was gonna say, yeah, man. I understand. I do think you need to call out people and you know have them be you know exposed for something that they're obviously keeping secret. Um. And and showing a pattern of behavior that is really shitty. Um, but I also think that instead of like, instead of using that opportunity to educate someone or whatever, you instead go and attack their like revenue or their livelihood and make it impossible them for them to ever work. And I feel like the issue with that is that you, instead of like teaching somebody or allowing someone to grow from any mistake, 
I'm not saying that involves every single one of them because obviously there are some things like abuse and assault and all that kind of shit that is really fucking terrible, but things that are also like um, things that are like, you know, things that may have been said, right? Um, uh, like really shitty jokes or something, that, that kind of stuff. If you don't give people the area to grow or learn from something, then instead what you're doing is making them kind of like harbor resentment um, for whatever group that they may be, you know, racist, sexist, homophobic, or something, um, that, against that, because they feel like they've been now victimized by that, uh, you know, cancel culture. Um, I don't have any sympathy for it. I personally, I still think it's like, hey, you kind of dumb, like it's, it, but also like I do, I do wish we had like a, a an avenue for like, hey, you know, allow people to kind of atone and you know grow from their shit, but. Uh, that's just my stance on it. Hey, Mario, say something. No, my yeah. God damn it. <laughs> no. um. God fucking damn it, dude. No, but I did, dude. On, on the whole cancel thing, for sure, it's like... Because one example that I think... I just realized that we're just giving it our opinion and we're all fucking white straight males dude like this is are so fucking stupid. are you well, like, white I mean, though uh, i mean obviously we're not white but i'm saying we're light complected i'm just saying dude, dude I've, been, just so you know, I've made the push for a while now about it being more inclusive and having like you know females on the show but it's also really hard to get people on <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. like nobody wants to do a podcast sometimes yeah. so uh it's I, it, it's hard to... i normally feature at least one female panel member per episode of Hind- of hindsight well, i'm glad for your diversity bro i love your tokenizing. Yeah, thank you so much i love that's, your that's tokenizing exactly. <laughs> <laughs> thank you kevin i have the i have the one token women to make sure i have that part of my audience <laughs> just making sure my demographic is still on track yeah <laughs> i uh yeah i don't know i've uh, I'm, i mean i have some supportive of like are funny that i would like to have on the podcast but they're like shy as fuck and they don't want to be on it. So, yes, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, um, like every time that we've tried to set up with somebody, it's like it always ends up getting postponed and then it just kind of disappears. So, yeah. the only people who are ever that's why you see the same fucking people on the podcast all the time. It's always Orly, Franny, Aaron, Kevin, Mario, uh, Ernie, and Gabe, uh, and then other the guys from Dos Leones. Like, that's the entire yeah. podcast. So, um, yeah, I um, was going to say, yeah, no, man, but... Uh, Roger hates this podcast, so... I, mean, <laughs> I don't hate the podcast. I just... I do, I just do think there's a, there's... I do think there's space on the platform to be more there's inclusive with different people, but it's just also we just don't get the messages. So, oh, and I'm right. We did have we did have Sylvia from Red Wing United on. So yeah, I know. I mean, we've had her on. We've also had uh, Genesis photographer friends. I was on with Genesis and Elizabeth, and it doesn't matter. My point is that primarily I invite people that I want on. So, mm. which is mostly dudes. <laughs> I mean. People that are fun to hang out with and talk shit to, dude. You know what I mean? True. There, a lot of them are, are like my friends. Some are artists that I admire. You know, and some I just haven't thought about inviting a lot of different people. Not because I don't want to, but just because it's like whatever, dude. I'm, it's a slice of my perspective, so it's cool. You know what I mean? That's fair. And if you don't like it, you don't have to. Word. But anyways, 
What's that whistling sound? I don't know. I've been. I thought it was me, but look, I'm muting my mic and it's still there. You see? I don't know who it is. Somebody, somebody's got a. It's Franny. Somebody's got a whistler booger. It's not a whispering booger. It's probably his AC. (laughs) A whispering booger. (laughs) Is it mine? Hold on, I'm gonna mute me. No, I wasn't. Yours was muted right now. It's still going on. Well, anyways, um, cancel culture sucks. Yeah, yeah, cancel culture sucks in certain. It's like a case by case basis, I guess, right? It's a double edged sword. That's what I had said last time. But, anyways, Mario was supposed to tell us a little bit about his podcast, but he didn't because he's cooking out. And um, it's on our it's on our shit too. So just go. I've never it. seen it. Never seen it promoted. Never heard it. What the fuck is it about? It's because he only promotes it on his Facebook page and doesn't have anything else on it. Is far, he private so. or some shit? What the fuck? No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. It's just it's not. It's not on Spotify. I think he recorded it on Anchor, and that was it. So he I think it's been posted. Yeah. Now, no, now it's been Anchor uploaded provides, onto. Uh, uh, Anchor provides Spotify because mine's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, like Audible and shit oh, okay. like that. So it does yeah, like a feed. Anchor. Yeah. You have to pay for that. Should I do nope. that? Free. Cool. There you go. Well, yeah. So I, I was, I think, uh, I was on the second episode. I think the first episode was with Eric. Eric, yeah, that's yeah. right. Who's who's disappeared because he hacked? He got his Facebook hacked because he was watching porn um, <laughs> on his Facebook. <laughs> I don't Facebook? know what happened. It's just like this link. He started spamming every chat that he was in with this link that had like this very obviously blurred out image of like uh, a girl like bending over with some dude <laughs> man or whatever. And uh, and it said like, oh, I can't believe I found this photo of you. Why don't you click here? But apparently it happened to everybody, so I don't know. A lot of people got it. Um, I guess it happens when you click on that link. Um, But uh, still not as bad as what what happened with my mom, dude. My mom ended up getting uh, somebody to call her and say, like, uh, oh, hey, there's a – your Social Security came up, and it pinged that you're apparently moving drugs in in El Paso, uh, so you need to give me – your uh you need to give me your information and the information of your family members so i can help clear this case or whatever um do you have time to do that my mom was like yeah and then, <laughs> and then they were like cool what is your son's name and she's like okay it's this and she's like right what's his social security and she's like yeah you got a pen <laughs> it was like dude <laughs> it was like that whole thing so uh six seven seven eight four nine three it was just all yeah uh, she was like, "What's what's his what's his uh, what's his lunch code from high school?" For real, <laughs> I still know mine. <laughs> I, I, how do you remember that? I, I, my, mine was super easy. Six seven eight zero nine. I, I can't I can't use mine because uh, I can't tell you mine because I use it as my pin for a lot of things. So my God, why? <laughs> Dude, that's easily accessible. Someone can just hack high school and be like, this is his thing. Let's just yeah, try it. Like, yeah. They're going to fuck up Probably. your transcripts and shit. Yeah. Looks like you never finished high school, sir. <laughs> yeah, dude. Imagine this shit. Ah! Oh, ghost. Good. In the background, dude. Fucking. What's that movie called? The Sightings or Sightings? Signs? Signs. Signs is the one with aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones yeah. where like, you passes by the fucking. Yeah. I don't get it. It wasn't that spoopy when I saw it. I was just like, it stops. And then you hear the music, and I'm just like, what is it? 
Well, it's because murder gives you boners, bro. He would just yeah, wait for the hard knock. Don't make you hard. Extra, I need that extra fucking push, dude. Like, if he was murdering something, then you'd probably have been like, oh. No. <laughs> murdering aliens? Fuck! <laughs> I'm gonna fuck! Serial killing aliens, bro. They're the best. That's a that's a victim of who you coronavirus, and she was wailing in. Just she was just distraught, dude. So that's what that was. Sadly, take coronavirus seriously. It came from a lab in Wuhan. FBI, open up! Oh. <laughs> it came from a lab. It was manufactured. Nobody knows if it was like intentionally released or not. But it's created this crazy ass atmosphere that we're not living in. Um, my okay. dad believes that they released the coronavirus to kill the young, to kill the old, so they won't have to pay for their pensions and their, and Medicare. their, money, their Medicare and shit. And mm-hmm. they fucked up because it was too strong and now and they started killing the young and they don't know what to do because now they're losing money instead of making it. I'm not gonna lie, where I work at right now, I deal with old people, and that's legit. Like. For a good portion of the calls, that's what it was. A lot of people saying that shit, and it freaked me out. I was like, sir, shut the fuck up. Like, it's not the case. Like, do you want to buy a plan? (laughs) Do you want to help me? It's funny. Like, the whole, like, you guys, you guys have all worked at a call center at some point, right? Not me. Yeah, dude. Okay, not not already. All right. Yeah, because, um, uh, it's funny hearing like the stories that you hear from like people. I I personally have never worked at one. Uh, I have been in retail where I was in retail for a really long time, uh, and like the, the shit that you hear is fucking crazy. Like people would just tell you their life stories on. Uh, yeah, real shit. I love like, the, the things are over there. By the way, like after they just told you everything. Right. Yeah. It, it, that, that, that's funny. I became like a fucking like bullshit bartender because you know you know how it's like the average not the average but it's like uh, a belief that like you know bartenders hear out these people oh, like uh, oath and shit like that like they're like poor man's uh, therapist or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. so like there's moments where I'm like helping out this customer or whatever the fuck because uh, I'm a barista but they fucking tell me these these stories, and I'm just like, bro, like I don't give a fuck about your kid going to jail because he broke into like some apartment complex or some shit. Like, you know what this latte reminds me of? <laughs> My third marriage. I <laughs> 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 don't want to hear any of this shit, bro. I'm like, sir, do you want sugar with that? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you want some sugar with that, bro? Your latte is getting salty with them tears, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Hello. Coffee joke. Yeah. Hi. Welcome. Uh, thanks for calling Medicare. What can I? What can I get you? They're trying to kill all the old people with the virus. Dude, <laughs> right, the dude. Like, sorry. Uh, it's fucking crazy. Apparently, yeah. it's really common for people to try and kill themselves while they're on the phone with you guys, right? Is that apparently, something that's that happened to me once. No. Three times. That's happened. That's happened to me. Insane, bro. I talked to someone that was like cracked out, for sure, or like. Just on shingles of opioids, probably. And I was like, is, is within uh, within my first two weeks on the floor when I worked for United Healthcare, I had that old dude that called me telling me he was gonna kill himself. I do I used that as a joke, but that actually happened. Jeez. And then I had a second call literally like two days after, and it's this dude 
who has a very fundamental misunderstanding of healthcare, yet somehow he has health insurance, and he's asking me to just buy him. Uh, he wanted me to buy him Percos, so he wanted me to buy him Percocet. And I'm just like, that's not how we do that. We pay for the prescription, but you need a prescription for it. And he's just like, nah, man, like, I, I need some. And I'm like, well, I can't help you there. He's like, he just wanted through the phone, bro. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Dude, he he needed like he needed painkillers, and somehow, you know, I told him like, well, you know, if you go to a hospital and they prescribe them to you there, we we can pay for them. He's like, all right. So if I go to a hospital, y'all can pay for my pills. And I'm like, I mean, technically, yes. So he's like, if I were to break my arm right now, and I went to <laughs> dude. Now, I, I, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. If you do do that. Then yes, you do get painkillers, and uh, it's al it's I always to, funny to me hearing. Oh, sorry, go. Uh, I had to call him an ambulance, right so like they could go check on him, you know, make sure he didn't actually break his fucking arm on purpose to get pills. So oh, shit. that's that's happened to me. Uh, it's always funny to me hearing like the stories about like Medicare and like uh, and prescription plans and all that stuff because uh, like. I just go to Mexico, and I buy whatever I need there. Uh, and the other day, for the first time, I tried to buy um, anxiety medication. Um, so I, I take anxiety meds, and um, I... Uh, <laughs> no, no, I take clonazepam. Uh, it's clonopin. Um, so I, uh, um, I only, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's not habit forming because you really only take it when you need it, right? Like if you have like some sort of like anxiety attack or whatever. So, um, they're nice, right? They're good. Um, I don't, I don't abuse them in any way. So I have only just, you know, I basically had the same bottle for like six, seven months now. Um, and, uh, <laughs> No, no, they, they don't need they, uh, no, I was checking this up. Anyway, so I decided this last time, I was like, oh, I'm kind of running low. I don't know when the next time uh, I'm going to be, when's the next time I'm going to be able to go across for it. So I uh, I just asked. Last time I had gotten them prescribed to me. So I just asked while I was there at one of the pharmacies, which is like right across the bridge. And as soon as I, I got there, I was like, hey, um, do you guys sell um, like clonazepam or do you know where I can get some? They were, no, do you guys sell clonazepam? And she goes, we don't sell controlled medication. Um uh, but, uh, but we could find you somebody. And I was like, sorry, what? And then she, like, it was literally like this. It was in Spanish, right? But she was like, um, what exactly are you looking for? And I was like, um, clonazepam. And she goes, all right, give me a second. And then she's like, she calls this dude that's outside and she's like, oh, yeah. Like the guy, like, worked there. She's like, oh, yeah. And then they, they, the guy comes in. He's like, hey, and she goes, hey, can you go look for El Manchas for me? <laughs> and then she was like, he was like, yeah. So he goes, she calls a guy, and the guy who enters the store in plain clothes, he's not, he doesn't work there. Uh, he comes in, and he like, he's like, Gionda. And then I was like, what's up, man? And he's like, he's like, what do you need? And I was like, uh, clonazepam. This is really shady. Like, I just like, I started to feel like this is really fucking weird. And he's like, oh, clonazepam, cool, for anxiety. Do you need, like, two milligrams, four milligrams? What do you need? Uh, and what's your account? Whatever. And I was like... Uh, I get, I get prescribed, uh, uh, one milligram, but I suppose two milligram is, is, is fine. I'll just take half of it. And the guy's like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, how many do you need? 30, 50, 75. And I was like, I, I whatever fills a pill bottle. I don't know. I don't count them. 
And he's like, it's probably about 80. And I was like, okay. And he goes, uh, he, he's like, yeah, man, I could get that for you for 65 bucks. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to do that because I get them for free when I get them prescribed. So I'll just go to a thing and get checked up. <laughs> you know, do it right. And so the guy's like, you sure? And I was like, okay. So then I left. And I came back uh, when I was going to head back across. And when I was doing that, the same guy was like, I'm about 45. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, I'm good. Dude. It's really fucking shady. I'm not going to buy it. Do you have them in your pants? Like, where are you getting them from? Like, it's so, uh, yeah, it's just funny cop? seeing the way You're it works. Cop? Out. Obligated. A literal uh, street pharmacist is that dude. For real, man. Dude, I, I, my, uh, my dad lives across. So every time I walk across the bridge to get into Mexico, uh, it's like, yeah, a pharmacy right outside. They always look at me and they're like, hey, Wedo, Wedo. And I'm like, what's up? And they're just like, do you need a prescription? I can write your prescription right yeah. now. You want Xanax? <laughs> like, like, yeah. you know, all the time, yeah, whenever, like, you want whenever we walk by. They're trying to party. Yeah, whenever, like, hey, we by, the, whenever we walk by, it's always like me and Kiana. And as soon as we walk by, I'm pretty sure it's the same fucking guy. <laughs> the same guy's coming by, and he's just like, Xanax, Xanax, Xanax. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm good, dude. And he's like, dentist. The dude that talks to me has a prescription yeah. pad and shit. He'll be like, yo, like, you need a prescription? Like, he'll write me a fake prescription and sell me Xannies, dude. Like, what a professional. Dude, what they, professional. well, here's the thing, though, is they buy you, they, they, when you buy the, the, so the guy told me, he goes, uh, cause he explained it to me. So I'm an expert on it now. Uh, when you, when you buy, uh, um, when you buy stuff over there, uh, when you buy like, you know, Xanax or Clonazepam, Clonopin, whatever, when you buy that, uh, you can keep it over there, but if you're going to cross it, and it's usually a question or just because you look, I don't know, like me, that they know you're going to go back to America, right? I need to buy you or you need to buy uh, or pay the fee for me to write you a prescription. That way, when you get stopped at the border, when you're headed back, all you tell them is, I got my prescription, I filled my medication, and they'll let you go. Otherwise, they're going to question why you're coming across with 82 uh, Clonopin tablets. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, that, that's... I want to get real potato. <laughs> what? Oh, shit, that fucks me up. With eighty-two, dude, just pop them and you just become a fucking sack of potatoes, dude. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's always funny doing that. I'm walking across and the guy's just like Xanax, Xanax, dentist. <laughs> like, no, dude, it's, my teeth are that fucked to, up. Like, I'm just trying to go get a taco, bro. Please. Yeah, yeah. You know what that reminds me of? That, that um, Dave Chappelle skit. When he goes into the internet. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the pop ups. Yeah. Gambling, gambling, enlargement. <laughs> the, the, uh, what's funny is that, that that clinic, the clinic, the very first clinic that's there right across in the central area, um, they now sell uh, medical excuses. <laughs> so if you, uh, if you decide to call into work and you need an excuse from a doctor, uh, I think it's $18 gets you an excuse from the doctor. And if you just want to pick up some drugs while you're there, you can. Because <laughs> that's Mexico. It just works yeah, out that man. way. Um, you get some, you get some, uh, some free, some like $3 birth control and like some other like shit that's there. And you uh, handing them out like Tic Tacs. 
Here you go. For real, dude. For and you, then, you know what? You, they're not you. like they, they're usually. I mean, I don't know what the what the uh, requirement is for like drug enforcement or not drug enforcement, but like uh, seeing the stuff that happens there, uh, like overseeing, like you know, like the FDA, right? I don't know what kind of like drug Nothing, administration bro. they've got. I don't know what? if they have any sort of regulation for that at all. But it, I mean, if you just want to go and like gamble it, you can. I, I don't know. Last time we bought, uh, I had read about uh, chlorophyll. Uh, supposedly being like one of those things it's 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 you know the thing that turns plants green and apparently that stuff uh um i don't know why i, thought, you, I was thinking the fucking i'm gonna no that's chloroform yeah um yeah <laughs> I so that chlorophyll is apparently like a supplement that helps like promote like gut health and uh and um uh it's supposed to be like a fat burner and it gives you like all these like fucking benefits or whatever uh so we bought it and uh the first time i took it got the shits and i was like i'm never gonna do this again uh, Kiana's been drinking it every day, and then apparently it's working out really well for her. So, um, she has a flatter belly. She used to like get mad because she had a little pouch, but um, yeah. So that's uh, you can just pick that up wherever over there. Uh, but it also is like really shady packaging sometimes. Uh, some of the yeah. stuff you might want to not not want to gamble on. Herbal I don't know why I didn't think about like, hey, I'm talking to a guy that's trying to sell me anxiety medication from the street. Like, I don't know if I should do this, <laughs> but yeah. The back of his van. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, I was like, where are you going to get him from? Because he literally came around the corner and the guy's name is in Manchas. Like, I don't fucking think he's not Dr. Manchas, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Manchas is my father. <laughs> <laughs> Just Manchas. Please, Mr. Manchas. They call me Machi. Come on, come on. You want to come, come, come into the Manchas clinic, which is I like, the I like, back of my van. Just, just around the corner, there was like a whole other pharmacy, like Farmacia Manchas, jumping in. It's being stereotypical. <laughs> and then you don't think about like I, I, I remember, I remember having this conversation about uh, uh, talking about how it's weird that like in the states um, we uh, we advertise a lot of like uh, pharmaceuticals, right? Like they, they, it's always like constant advertising, like like fucking the halftime the the halftime show the super bowl or whatever everything It'll everything is paid like, for by fucking it's, it's, it starts off yeah it starts off and it's like dun, 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 it's like a girl playing with her child in like a fucking meadow and stuff and like there's just really nice like, like stuff going on they're just like laughing and yeah, running and stuff and it's like do you have irritable barrels barrel syndrome or whatever the fuck oh. like like, like <laughs> you got irritable balls you have testicular cancer and like it just comes up and it's like take this drug and you might want to die from it but yeah, you might also might not so you might have anal leakage I see that shit like the pill that, that um, controls the AIDS virus so well that to the point where you become undetectable and you can no longer transmit it through sexual intercourse and it's just one pill yeah yeah, dude, and like it's fucking, look, it's fucking crazy. That's how far along that it's come. Yeah, man. and like, the side effects, like one for that shit. It's insane. The side effects. I think the the worst one that they said like, it, but it's supposedly rare is kidney failure. <laughs> oh shit, that's not. I mean, that's a, yeah, it's pretty fucking hardcore. But uh, I was like, yeah, I bro, have like, AIDS, but yeah. also no kidneys. <laughs> you can't even fuck, so you're good. Dude, I was gonna say. What's funny to me was that, like, we have those kind of commercials here in the U.S., right? But uh, across, like, it's not much, like, you know, different. Across, it's like, uh, 
we we're, we're walking over there and they have a literal mascot for their pharmacy and they, it's just the fucking doctor see me just don't, fucking don't dancing me, dude and he's like you don't want some fucking Xanax <laughs> I was going to tell you that that Dr. Manchez is the arch nemesis of Dr. Simi dog yeah, they have they they, they 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 have a uh, turf battles over there apparently yeah. to control do, do you remember how like a few years ago it was like a thing in like the Mexican internet, just videos of people just tackling the doctor, the doctor. Yeah, scene. it was a, like wherever it, it was a meme. Yeah, yeah, it's she dope. Was, I love that. Was a thing. I never saw that. And they, that, was a, that was a thing, dude. That was a, it was a meme to 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 fucking spear the dude, bro. Like it was a. <laughs> I'm a fucking Goldberg, dude. All right, yeah, Mike. Would, like, it's your turn to be the mascot today. You, you you would spear the doctor, see me, and just be like El Mancha sends his regards. <laughs> For real, we told you, Dude, yo, but how creepy would it be bro. if, like, you know, you were fucking heading home one day or whatever, and like an army of Doctor <laughs> Simi started following you? I'm good. Let's go ahead and park it there, guys. I want to take a break before we start with the the Pippa Butterfly episode later on today. So. Yeah, um, that'll be at 7.30 today. Uh, we're going to have uh, Josh, Roger, my co-host Arnold, Victoria Craddock, and I think we have one spot open. So Can I be in it? Can I be in it? Fuck it, yeah. Yes. We're going to have Oriana too. There you oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is also coming out soon. So keep your eyes open. I just posted the link. Uh, on the Streets of Laredo is the, the, the intro episode, which is two minutes um is out uh go and check it out uh and also give them a follow at their facebook page uh mm-hmm. on the streets of laredo um I, i'm gonna copy that link into the comments now too uh franny yours is just hindsight 2020 right yes uh musical retrospective okay um i i'll, I'll we'll, we'll post that in the show notes and then we'll, we'll also make, make if anything like a little a little graphic so we can put all of the stuff that's currently in our network um, so you guys can go and follow it. Um, and if you have it, dude, Kiana's grandma's called me five times. Now. Uh, if you um, have any like podcast ideas that you want to pitch, I think at this point we're kind of like at capacity of like what we can handle for um, uh, like, you know, production and uploading and all that kind of stuff. So I think what we're going to start doing is, or what we should start doing is, uh, is thinking about uh, having like a uh, you pay a fee, which is just to like host the stuff, and then we help you with production, um, uh, and then kind of like promoting the stuff too. And then we'll, I think also I want to start a uh, a Facebook page that's kind of like the uh, the network page that way we, we don't get confused with like having oh it's aliens on the border. And then we also have Eternal Vato, Hindsight Twenty Twenty, Nosy, you know, and all that other stuff. Uh, um, so that way it's a little bit easier to follow. I think well, that's probably something we'll talk about. Um, later, but uh, if you want to help support these guys, like I don't know, Venmo, Josh, or something, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, don't forget, uh, we still have uh, Fat Camp going on. Uh, so uh, if you want to go and do down make sure this right here, boom, Legends Train. The promo code AOTB gets you fifteen percent off of your order. Um, Go and check it out. Check out their supplements. Uh, we're, you know, I guess working to get like some sponsors for this kind of stuff too. Uh, I use so them all the more. time. Do I get paid now? 
Yeah. <laughs> so we can, uh, um, so we can, you know, kind of expand the network and give you guys some more cool stuff to listen to and content. Um, so yeah, uh, that's about it. Don't forget to follow everybody. Nosy, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Hindsight twenty twenty on the streets of Laredo. Check out Lockdown Listens. It's all currently under our. Uh, SoundCloud, but at soon, I mean, pretty soon, as soon as we can get the logistics wrapped up, we'll have, I guess, individual SoundClouds for everybody. So, yeah. Goodbye. Peace. Later.